Alright, peace. It's your brother Dizzle. LiberationMindedMedia.net. You already know, Black Eyes Stand Radio. Just gonna do this quick little live audio. Let me wait for a minute, you know what I'm saying? For some people to join. I know it's late on the East Coast. I know it's, it's kicking at time and all that. But, you know, I just want to spit this little spill. About how I feel. So as you can see on the picture, you know what I'm saying? This is just a live audio. But as you can see on the picture, you know, the, the situation that happened in South Carolina back in the day. The ex-cop sentenced to 20 years for killing an unarmed black man. I believe that, yeah, that's Walter... Walter Scott, um, rest in peace. But let me just say this real quick, because I understand that people are not satisfied with a 20-year sentence for the life of an unarmed black man who was killed by the police. I'm not even implying that I'm satisfied with a 20-year sentence. That's not what I'm saying. It's not satisfying to me for him to have a 20-year sentence. It wouldn't be satisfying if he had a life sentence. It wouldn't be satisfying if he had the death penalty. It'd be satisfying if he got the same justice or if he got what happened to him, what happened to Walter Scott. But my point is that if we can't recognize progress, then it's a disrespect to people who advocate for justice for unjust killings. It's a, it's a total disrespect because people put their life on the line. I got a partner, Andre Taylor, whose brother was murdered by the Seattle police a couple years ago. He started not this time, which is to hold police accountable. I've been with them since the beginning of that getting petitions out, initiatives out, trying to hold police accountable, holding meetings with other people who have lost their loved ones to police, like LeClaire and her mother, like like Crystal Chaplin and, and her two sons that were shot by the police down in Olympia while they were just kids. Like my cousin who was shot by the police. Thank God he's alive and so is Crystal's kid. Like Charlena Lyles who was murdered by the police and people who advocate for the justice and who advocate for you know, um, some type of justice. And we know that 99% of the times there is no justice. The police officers, they'll get paid vacations. So when we actually see something that worked, rather than being upset and rather than not being satisfied, and most of this dissatisfaction comes from those who don't even put in work to hold police accountable. They don't even put in work to implement justice. They don't put in that work, but they complain about the shit. That's very disingenuous and it's disrespectful to the people who have lost loved ones. Because if I was Walter, Jones or Walter Scott's brother or, or his nephew or one of his family members and I seen them get gunned down and I, and I know the history should imply that the police officer will not be held accountable, you know, I might pop a bottle. I might be, you know what I'm saying, have, have some type of... Um, Joy or vindication knowing that at least this officer got sentenced to 20 years. At least he's going to see the bars. Because I understand something that we need to understand. See, if every police officer that killed an unarmed citizen unjustifiably got 20 years, you could damn well bet 
that the murder rates that these police are, are doing, it would go down. You could damn well bet they would think twice about pulling the trigger. So rather than complaining and not being part of the solution, rather continue to complain about that's not enough time and that's not doesn't mean anything. You know what we should be doing? You know what I'm saying? Quit missing these opportunities that's in front of us. Quit missing these opportunities. What we should be doing is evaluating what happened in this particular case that allowed him to actually be convicted. And then from there, we can maybe implement some of those same strategies that was used in Washington State. Maybe we can implement some of those in Oklahoma, in California, in Illinois, in Florida, in Texas, in New York. Maybe we can implement some of these same strategies and then we might see justice happen more. And then we don't even stop there because, like I said, 20 years ain't enough, but at least we can start there. And then from there, we can see what we could do to get that raised up. We could use some of the victories, some of the small battles. And then we could build on from there. Because these police officers, they're not going to stop. If they get away with it, especially if some of them actually sign up for the police department, knowing that they can do that. So you, you can't really expect I, I'm a realist and sometimes maybe I'm a little bit too um, optimistic, but I am a realist. So I understand that, yo. You know, what I'm saying we, we can't expect to go from zero to 100. You can't expect 400 years of being murdered and there being no justice at all. To go to. Automatically, they're starting to get life. We can't expect that's not realistic. If you all ain't ready to go Nat Turner, Haitian Revolution in this bitch, then quit playing games because that's not realistic. We cannot expect that shit to happen. What we have to do is what we have available. So what we do is we take these small victories. Okay, you got sentenced to 20 years. What happened in this case? What did the prosecution do? What did the advocacy in the background have to do with this? What did the judge know? How did this happen? How did we, how did this 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 case actually get a convicted uh, officer convicted because Shay Taylor was murdered by the shoreline police. The police weren't convicted, even though it was proven that they planted a gun on them. They weren't convicted. Shalina Lyles, her murderers were not convicted all across the country. These murders, they were not convicted. OK, so finally there's a conviction. I'm not saying let's let, let's let's celebrate. And let's go out there like we made it. What I'm saying is, what about this is different? What about what legally happened in this case that we can take and build and add on to? Because this complaining does not change shit. How many times have complaining changed shit? It hasn't. It doesn't. Only actions do. So rather than complaining, what we do is we figure out what we can implement. We figure out what worked, what doesn't work. We get rid of what doesn't work and we go with what works. And then maybe we can start to see some change. I've been to too many of these rallies face to face with police officers who didn't kill people right here in Seattle. You know what I'm saying? So it's a disrespect when people say these kind of things. I know sisters like India X Asada who was actually in South Carolina advocating for justice for Walter Scott in this particular case. I remember when she called in the Black I Stand radio years ago after the Charleston 9 situation. Her and Nisi X. So I know she's a front line out there about this shit. So you're disrespecting her. You're slapping her in the face. 
when she put in that work and she put her life on the line, she put her money up to travel, to be a part of these different things. And finally something happens and we're still complaining like that's not enough. But like I said, she's not the one complaining. It's those of y'all who ain't even doing shit that's complaining. Quit disrespecting people that's putting their life on the line and people who has lost their loved ones. Do not disrespect them by implying that you're just so extra revolutionary that nothing's good enough and it has to just be all or nothing. But you ain't contributing to the shit. It's very frustrating to see this kind of shit. Put up on a struggle. Cut it out. I'm in, I'm in meetings with police officers. I'm in meetings with lawyers, with mayors, mayor candidates, government officials, as we're discussing, discussing police accountability. I'm in these meetings. People are standing up in these meetings and it's full of all kinds of people. It's not just black people sometimes. It's natives, it's whites. And even a, one time a white chick stood up because she lost her son. Unjustifiably to the Seattle police. And they swept it under the rug. They played the same games that they play with us. And she was, she was trying to understand why we say black lives matter. Why you say black lives matter as if my son's life don't matter. And we had to explain to her, look, it's, we're not saying that your son's life don't matter. White lives don't matter. We're saying black lives matter because nobody else is going to say it. So we have to say it. It's our responsibility to stand up for our people. See, because most of the time when people say that, I get offended. I'm not going to lie. I get offended most of the time people say that. Because the implication is if we're saying black lives matter that we're on some other shit. And I'm not even saying I support the actual organization of black lives matter. I'm just speaking about the hashtag. I'm just speaking about the sentiment of it. So sometimes it does have to be explained like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Because it's very disingenuous when most, most white people, when they say that, what they're really trying to say is shut the fuck up. Most more of us are killed than you guys by the police. Okay. I understand that. But let's keep it real. Most of y'all that are killed by the police, you guys were trying to shoot the police or you had guns, but I understand that some of you are innocent. So if that really does matter, we wouldn't have to say black lives matter because you guys will be out there with us advocating for justice for the police. And we wouldn't have to say Black Lives Matter. We could just say, we could say all lives matter in that case. We could say, hey, you know what I'm saying? Let's stop these police from killing citizens. Because I, I don't want to get off the point. But as I've explained before, you know what I'm saying? It's in the interest of all people to check these police that are out of control. Because they ain't just going to kill us. Hitler didn't just kill Jews. He didn't just kill Jews. He killed all kinds of people in Germany. And what happened is when he seen that nobody was going to resist against those who didn't have a voice against those who was defenseless against them. Then he wrapped it up and he started broadening who he's going to kill. But our responsibility, my responsibility is to stand up for minds. And our responsibility is to do the same. And part of that responsibility means to study what's going on. Part of the responsibility means to, you know, we, we can apply certain things when they happen. We, we can look at certain things and evaluate what kind of progress we made, how we made that progress. How can we increase that progress? And this is an opportunity to do that right now. Right now is the opportunity to do. It. Now, who knows what's really going to happen? Yeah, he might get an appeal. He might not do the time. Who knows? But as for now, a judge has sentenced him to 20 years. So it looks as if he will be doing some time. So how can we make that the standard? That's the questions that we ask. That's what the movement is. 
how can we make that the standard? Once that is the standard and we can implement that all over the nation, police officers will stop killing us like they do. And then we can get the other problems. And then we can applaud those who've been putting the work in to make this stuff happen. And we can pat ourselves on the back like, okay, at least we're getting somewhere. Because we're not going to get anywhere if all we do is see what's happening, get depressed, don't want to do shit, and then complain. And then even when something happens that is in our favor, we still complain. That is a defeated attitude. That is a slave mentality. That is a let's wait, let's let wait until they give us something every damn time attitude. It doesn't work. What the movement is, is to see the progress because there is progress. There are things that are happening. And if you don't know this, it's because you're not tapped in. Don't blame it on us. Can't just keep blaming it on the white man and all this shit. What role do we play? Are we playing a role? Because we're, 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 we're supporting our oppression because we pass our own businesses up to go spend with corporations that invest in private prisons. That is slavery. You're actually investing in slavery. If this was 1817 and not 2017, that would be the equivalent <laughs> to invested in the plantations. That would be the equivalent to going and seeking brothers who are free and bringing them back to the plantation. That's what that would be the equivalent of doing. So what right do you have to sit up here and complain about a little bit of progress when you ain't even fucking part of the solution and you're actually part of the problem? You're part of the problem. I'm not part of the problem because I'm saying, yo, it's a good thing at least this dude got some time. At least he got sentenced. And you want to say I'm part of the problem? No, you're part of the problem for saying that shit if you ain't putting in no work. See, I can respect those who put in work and they have a different opinion and they say certain things and I'll fall back. If I see that you're actually about this work, then you're my comrade in the struggle anyway. So I ain't got no beef with you. But for those who only have bitter shit, it's like all you want to do is keep us depressed. It's like all you want to do is regurgitate that we can't win. And if we start winning, that's not enough. Like, who the fuck do you work for? Why don't you fall back with that shit? You know what I'm saying? There's so many different things that we could be doing. If, you, if you're ready to go Nat Turner, if you're ready to go Haitian Revolution, we can go from zero to 100. Or we can die trying. We can do that. But y'all ain't ready for that. Let's keep it real. You ain't ready for that. And I don't expect you to be ready for that. I don't expect everybody to be ready for that. And I damn sure can't expect you to be ready for that if you won't even spend money on black business. If you won't even speak up about what's going around or what's going down against our people. Because you're afraid to lose friends. Because you're afraid that people's going to think you're racist. Just for standing up for your people. If you're afraid of that shit, then you ain't ready to go Nat Turner. And you damn sure shouldn't be talking about nothing when it comes to our people. And nothing when you see something happen that's positive that could create some kind of spark. It's possible. You're disrespecting Nat Turner. You're disrespecting Malcolm X. You're disrespecting Elijah Muhammad. You're disrespecting Martin Luther King. You're disrespecting Huey P. Newton. You're disrespecting Khalid Muhammad. You're disrespecting especially the ancestors who didn't even have a choice. So we have different choices that our ancestors did not have. Nat Turner could not have formed some kind of boycott and say, yo, let's starve out 
these slave masters by not using their products and we're going to form a union and we're not going to, they couldn't do that shit. They couldn't got on Twitter and say like, yo, we're going to have a meeting so we could figure out how we could, uh, you know what I'm saying? Put our money together and, and, and put our money in black banks and we can build up our own communities. And as our communities grow and the violence goes down and the unemployment goes down, there'll be less police in our neighborhoods. So there'll be less chances of us being killed by the police. We won't have to use welfare. We wouldn't have to do all this other crazy shit because we'd be self-sufficient. They didn't have these options. Jean-Jacques Dessalines and Duddy Bookman and Toussaint Louverture didn't have these options. You understand? So we have these different options. And you want to slap your ancestors in the face by not utilizing these options, but then you still want to complain? That's not what's happening. How the hell do you expect the ancestors and God and the universe and all this shit to bless us when we're blessed with different opportunities that our ancestors didn't have, but they made shit work? Marcus Garvey was able to mobilize millions, millions without a Twitter, without a Facebook, without a, the, the capabilities to text or none of that shit. So what the hell is our excuse? What's your excuse? You want you you really you want these officers to really start getting some time? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? You just gonna complain or you gonna do the work? This is the time to study this case. That's what we should be doing. I bet you that's what Andre Taylor's doing right now. I bet you that's what organizations organizers that are pushing for police accountability across the nation are doing right now. They're looking into this case like, yo, how did this dude get convicted? What happened in the process? What, what elements lent to him being charged and actually convicted? Because 99% of times, it doesn't happen. The cops who shot my cousin didn't get convicted. The shots that killed Crystal Chaplin's little sons didn't get convicted. The cops who killed Shea Taylor didn't get convicted. Despite evidence that they planted a gun on him. The police that murdered the 90-pound pregnant woman in front of her two kids in North Seattle... Charlene Allows, they didn't get convicted. Austin Sterling, Philando Castro, Corinne Gaines, the police that killed them didn't get convicted. They got a vacation. So boom, finally, one got convicted. You Negroes want to complain. It's not enough. Oh, yeah, it's not a victory. If you think it's a victory, then, you know, you're part. No, you're part of the fucking problem, bitch. Calm the fuck down. Simmer down. Right now is the time to start studying what has been working and wrap that up and implement that. And even then, I'm not saying it's a guarantee. This dude might, he might appeal it and might win. Who knows? I don't know. What I know is right now, we have something to work with. We have something to study. We have something to try to implement all over the nation. That's what we do. And we quit giving them power that they don't have. And we neutralize the power that they do have. And that's what time it is. And if you don't understand that, then it's time to sit back and study. Go back to school. You know what I'm saying? If you don't understand that. Because you're actually doing Fox News' job right now. You're actually doing Fox News' job right now. You're doing the job of all these people that's narrative is, is to neutralize any movement that we make. Any progress that we make, you're doing their job. 
quit doing their job. Get on your job. The shit that we've been through, we have the right to stand up for our people. We don't have the right, we have the obligation to stand up for our people. And fuck what other people say. If they got a problem with the fact, I'm a black nationalist, man. I'm a black nationalist. Yes, I do have associates and friends and people who, who are cool with me from all different races. I got a problem with that. It is what it is. But I'm standing up for what I'm supposed to stand up for. This is what I'm, I was born to do. So I don't give a damn if you're black, white, whatever. If you have a problem with the fact that I, I believe and know that our people deserve to have sovereignty and liberation and independence, you got a problem with that. Our relationship is not as important as my, the future generations of my people. I'm sorry. So even the Negroes out there running around, always complaining, always every time we're doing something, telling us we can't win. I'm not trying to hear that shit, man. Look, shout out to, to the, to the uh, Scott family. Condolences and all that. And to everybody that, that's lost loved ones unjustifiably to these police and to everybody who actually works and organizes on behalf of social justice. Hey, we're, we're comrades. So let's get to work and, and, and let's, let's study what's been working and let's do more of that. Let's find out what ain't been working and do less of that. That's all I have to say.